Greetings. Welcome to the Papa Pank Podcast. I'm Jalen Clark Owens, and this is my friend and my co-host, Justin Jane. There's a lot of gray in the world. We think it needs a little more pink. A Papa Pank. We are Philly-based, multi-hyphenated, and award-winning actors taking on all things arts and culture in this joy-forward and ever-playful variety podcast. You are listening to one of our bonus episodes, which we like to call Pank Popbacks. We will gradually release these older episodes until all live episodes are uploaded to this podcast platform. We welcome you, our Pank Poplas, both old and new. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate y'all. With that, let's pop back to our September 9th, 2020 episode. Make sure, make sure everybody you have your carry-ons because uh we're gonna need our carry-ons to carry on i guess um jaylene you're like you're like camouflaged into your background <laughs> i love it i got a new microphone jaylene's blending into the furniture yep you know it's good ain't no it, pandemic up in papa pank um, prince what? on prince on prince prince on prince i need to get a print uh, behind me and to have just Prince. Maybe Prince will be our, our <laughs> intro. Oh, sorry, the artist formerly known as. Okay, we have some um, we have some Papa Pank thanks we want to um, give. First of all, to our followers who we call our Pank Papas out there. Thank you so much for being so loyal to us, seeing our live episodes, and even those of you that go back and watch our recordings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to give a shout out to Stephanie Raquel with Anonymous Nails. At it again. Let's see them, Jaylene. That's nice. Those are nice. So these are not press-ons. These are an actual acrylic set. Like I went to go get them done with my mask on, of course. Um, Stephanie is no longer doing press-ons for right now. So if you want to get your nails done by her, you actually have to go get them done um, at House of Bling Boutique. And I put the information right there. So go to their Instagram page. And in their bio, there's a link to make an appointment if you would like for Stephanie to do your nails. But she hooked me up. These are my my wedding nails, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. Ooh, we'll I got to later. see those nails live. We'll get to all of that later. Um, <laughs> we want to thank any of you out there who are tuning us, tuning in with us right now for the first time. I want to give a special shout out to some of my students who are out there watching. <laughs> Thanks, Hi, my little students, my DPPs. Welcome to my other life. Um, for those of you that don't know, Jaylene and I are both Philadelphia-based actors, writers, teachers, artists, and friends. So in today's podcast, this episode is so special to us because we are joined today with the Wilma's resident stage manager, Patricia Trelini-Adams, a.k.a. Mama Pat. Can I just say, Justin, we're so nervous, okay, to say Mama Pat's full name. Sweating bullets. I'm sweating bullets. Still think he messed it up a little bit, but it's okay. Patricia, Patricia Cellini Adams. Patricia Patricia Cellini Adams. Patricia Cellini Adams. Patricia Cellini Adams. Patricia Cellini Adams. I can see her. You all can't, and she's no. saying yes, Patricia yes. <laughs> I, uh, Mama Pat. I just want to share the story. I, I really practice names. Like that's the thing that keeps me up at night, especially if I'm about to teach. So my students out there, you know, now, you know, and it doesn't matter what your name is. It could be, uh, I am sitting at home just practicing and knowing I'm going to butcher your name. 
as somebody whose last name is always butchered, um, I know what it feels like. So <laughs> I try. But Patricia Chal Patricia Tallini Adams. <laughs> yes. Go on. Yes. Go on, Bailey. Save you me. You just gotta breathe. You just gotta breathe. Yeah. Uh -huh, She's also known as Mama Pat. That's what we call her. And I call her that because she really is like our mama at the Wilma Theater. She is holding things together, making sure that everything runs smoothly, making sure that everybody's okay. So she's definitely my stage mama, not to be confused with like the stage moms that like fuss over their kids mm. and stuff. No, that's that's not what we're talking about. She's my stage mama. And I can't wait for you all to learn more about her work as a stage manager, but also some of her artistic talents that she be trying to keep on the wraps sometimes, mm -hmm. but mm, she tries to keep them under wraps, but we gonna, we gonna expose her on today. Okay? Today, on this expose episode. <laughs> um, but before we get to all that, let's do some check-ins with Jaylene and I. And you know, I'm feeling a little parched. Are you? Yeah, so it must be that time. <clears throat> it's Papa I Dre. It I think it is everyone <clears throat> get your glass so we can clank it's time for that papa drank papa drank papa drank papa drank papa drank and, and cheers and cheers what are you drinking, Jaylene? So if you were tuned into our last episode, you will know that I have went to um, a vineyard up near Kunkeltown, PA for my anniversary. So this wasn't, this was one of the, this wasn't at the vineyard. This was just at another wine, uh, winery, Honey Hole Winery. And this is their mango. This is their mango. I will Go on, go on. It sounds like it would be really super, super, super sweet. And wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's wait, there we go. It sounds like it would be really super, super sweet, but it's actually not. It's actually kind of nice. It no, not kind of nice. It is nice. Um, we enjoyed Honey Hole Winery. Um, their black with their black cherry wine. Very, very good. Ooh. So, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Justin? Um, I am drinking a whiskey. Actually, I made myself a Manhattan. And the reason I'm doing this is for our special guest. You know, one of my favorite things after a show, <laughs> particularly at the Wilma, are just having like post-show drinks with your castmates and friends, um, maybe in the dressing room while you're putting on your your uh everyday clothes and there's just so many memories it like really feels like family backstage at the wilma and mama pat rolls up tells y'all you gotta go home and then you have your whiskey <laughs> uh, and sometimes she joins us so uh, this is for our guest and some good memories so this is the time where we share things that have just got us tickled pink that's bringing us joy over the past few days. So, um, yeah, shall I go first? Yeah, what's got you tickled pink, Jaylene? Side note, chocolate vodka. Rachel, you are on to something. Welcome to fall. Welcome to- Oh, pandemic. you know I'm gonna have some pumpkin spice soon, okay? Girl, pumpkin spice is out everywhere. I was, mm -hmm. so, I was working with somebody the other day and she said, I've started decorating for Halloween. I said, what? And she said, yeah, I don't have anything else to do. And then I said, 
isn't this a little early? And she said, no, but I do get mad when people uh, decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Well, quiet as it's kept, my um little Christmas uh, decoration thing that I have on my door is still up. But we're not going to talk about that. So I'm going to just leave that up. <laughs> still up. It's bound to come back around. It's bound to come back around. Oh, but did you hear? Everything is canceled in 2020. No birthdays, no holidays, I no Christmas. That. I rebuke that. Anyway, life still has me tickle pain. So okay. let me share that with you. So... Huh, my tickle pink today is dedicated to our friends, Taisha and Akeem. They is married now, and that thing got me so tickled pink. I mean, from, and this is over the past two weeks, so I did a little pop through to Taisha's bachelorette party. That was amazing. Can't share any photos from that, but uh, just trust that it was a great time. So that was that. Their rehearsal dinner was amazing. Um, they had food from uh, By George in the Reading Terminal Market. When I tell y'all, I never had a Caesar salad that tastes that good. And it even had no chicken in it. Just a regular Caesar salad. But that joint was so like... It was so tasty. So yes, and they had insomnia cookies and I was just like, I'm in heaven. Thank y'all so much. And then of course the wedding itself was amazing. It was my first wedding in 2020, mm -hmm. first pandemic wedding. Um, and I think it went really, really well. We had our mass. I was part of the bridal party, um, one of Tasha's bridesmaids. So I had my dress and we had matching masks to wear with our dress. Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, everyone had their mask and we had we we were um we kept it to 25 folks or less cuz that's the uh the requirement in Philly and we were able to do that and it was just it was just amazing to see like how they worked that out, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it was beautiful. Um Tasha looked I mean just stunning. I was also at this wedding and it was it really just brought me so much joy and um, they were very, very good. All the guests were really excellent about doing uh, physical distancing. And there was like that first like half hour when everybody's arriving, when they're like, this is a little bit awkward. Then it started <laughs> to get fine. But here they are. Oh, there they are. There they but are. But you know what? I actually realized like that is, a, that is a wonderful picture. That's me and my husband and Tasha and Akeem. But that doesn't showcase her dress. full dress. The full dress. So share a little bit about some stuff you enjoyed. At yeah, the so one of the things that I really loved about it was Omega Sci-Fi. So Akeem is a part of the fraternity Omega Sci-Fi. And a lot of the guests were Omega Sci-Fi uh, folks. And at the end of the wedding, I am telling you, they conjured something. They put some spells on Taisha, on us, the guests. <laughs> <laughs> they brought something out from the earth and there was it was was it performance i don't know what you would call it it was celebratory mm -hmm. it was dance oriented it was well choreographed and it went on for a long time and was captivating every second of while they were doing it yeah um, so here's another picture Is that of, the same photo that's the same photo yep great Great, great. Well, wow. I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. Here we go. <laughs> nope, we're going to do that once more. Here we go, y'all. And now, boom. 
Keisha Canales in her dress. My gosh. Designed by Black woman, Lee. Lee Paradise he's a, of he's a costume uh, designer here in People's Light. Yes, hire Lee Paradise, everybody. Um, this is such a gorgeous, gorgeous shot. Just amazing. So yes, so that certainly had me tickle pink. Um, and then they did a brunch and uh, Barcelona bar. And if y'all have not been to Ooh. Barcelona bar, y'all need to go. That was my first time going there. And huh. man, oh man, so good. Everything that, was so good. And it's a block from my house. So come visit Justin Jane at uh, Barcelona <laughs> bar. Just text me or uh, on Instagram, send me a message. Um, what has you tickle pink? Well, uh, the wedding, of course, but also um, the Cambodian market is back in FDR Park. For those of you that don't know about this, and Jaylene, I need to take you there. Um, yeah, it feels like you are you. in another country in the best way possible. The smells, the people, the sounds, and it's socially distant. People wear masks, it's stall after stall of delicious foods, and the Cambodian market is back. Saturdays and Sundays, every Saturday and Sunday in the mornings until like they sell out of stuff. So I'm going to bring you and um we'll some episodes there i went to the beach brigantine and that was lovely on labor day i hope everybody out there had a wonderful labor day um awesome. all of you out there please tell us what has you tickled pink what yes. you doing or if you've been to the cambodian market or if you saw tasha nakeem's wedding or anything please type that in the comments right because some of you might have also been there via zoom they did do a zoom and so oh I forgot, I wanted to share this video. You know how certain timing is just so cool in certain things? Yes. Certain, and everything just worked out for this video. It's a very short, silly video of me and Justin. Justin okay. starts singing um, Awaken the Bride, which is from Blood Wedding, which we did at the Wilma. So it all connects. Yeah. Um, let me Mama, just- uh, Mama Pat actually stage managed Blood Wedding. Exactly. And, uh, that was quite a show. <laughs> yes. Here we go. So I just love that video. The way Danielle Lene, also an actress here in town, just pops into the middle at the exact perfect time. Perfect. It was, Perfect. We it will perfect. have Danielle on the show. I promise you all, she will be here soon enough. Oh, um, some of our, our our Pang Papas are telling us what has them tickled yes, Pang. Yes, yes. French toast made with challah bread. Listen, Tracy loves her some French toast. I can attest a to that. Tooth, a fellow sweet toother. Sister, sister, that Rachel, you are now talking. Um, Jaylene's love language. <laughs> Absolutely. I love me. Yeah, and Tamara. So, yes, that also has me to go pick, Rachel. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what is this? Oh, Paul said, I'm to go by Justin giving chair dances in Old City. It is not that kind of dance. Um, I'll tell you about what this dance was at the end of our episode because I'm going to plug some personal things. But I got to do some live performance the past two weeks, socially distant at a farmer's market. I was doing contemporary dance. People were buying turnips. And uh, it's exactly as it, the way it sounded. Well, it's exactly the way it sounded. Pank Papas, don't let, me don't let me forget to ask him about that because I want to know more. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. 
to pop in with Papa Pank. And today we are popping in with the one and only Pat Adams. All right, here we go. Let's get into this bio. You know what I'm doing. I'm looking at that yep, name yep, yep, and how yep, I phonetically yep, spelled yep, it out yep, on yep. my screen. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to breathe and let it roll off the tongue. Patricia Cellini. Nope. I didn't take the R out right here. Okay. I, put, I took it out. Okay. We're just going to let it roll off the tongue. Yep. Patricia Cellini. Hey. Okay. Hey. Patricia Cellini. AKA Pat Adams, is the resident stage manager at the Wilma Theater in Philadelphia. She has been with the organization since 1996. She is also a 30 year member of Actors Equity. Her career encompasses work on over 100 productions, including the Crossroads Theater Company, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Freedom Theater in Philadelphia, PA, New Victory Theater in NYC, Ford's Theater, Washington, D.C., the National Black Theater Festival, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the National Black Arts Festival, Atlanta, Georgia, the Standard Bake National Arts Festival in Graham Sound, South Africa, and of course, the Wilma Theater, our theater home. She has also traveled internationally with acclaimed dance company, I should have asked you how to put, oh no, Noche Flamenca. Mm -hmm. Pat is the recipient of the Bonnelly Recognition for Stage Management 2017, an inaugural honoree in 2018 from her alma mater, IUP, with its Alumni Award of Distinction slash College of Fine Arts, and a 2020 recipient of the Dell Hughes Award for Lifetime Achievement in the Art of Stage Management. She is proud to serve as secretary for the Philadelphia Area Liaison Committee, a Christ Servant Minister, and trustee chairperson at Emmanuel UMC, and a member of Theater Philadelphia's Board of Directors. I want you all to start clapping your hands. Start putting those claps, and even though it's delayed, we'll see it after she's already in, but that's okay. Start putting your claps in there. Start making some noise as we get ready to bring in the one and only Pat Adams. Hey. Oh my God. Okay. Can you hear oh. me? This is, we're good. It's all good. Yes, Mama Pat. There's okay. a little bit of a glitchy camera thing, but we can hear yeah. you just fine. You're good. You're good. It'll okay. fix itself, I hope. Okay. All right. Um, welcome Hello. to the show. This is a long Thank time you. coming. We've been wanting you on this for forever. Um, we're going to get the ball rolling with you mm -hmm. as you come on here. So when we bring on our guests, all of our guests that have been on our show have known Jaylene and I in some capacity. Yes. We love to share first impressions and memories of how we knew you and uh, and then maybe hear maybe some first impressions of how you remember us. <laughs> so, um, Jaylene, how do you remember meeting Mama Pat? I believe it was when we did the reading for an octa room. Uh -huh. Does that sound right, Mama Pat? Yes, but I actually think I met you before that, but you go ahead. Cause I, my, what my, I'm not sure about my time calendar thinking uh -huh. about this now because, <laughs> because I saw Moon Man walk. Let me see. But Moon Man walk. Was after the reading. So the reading was first. See, you that's what, what I couldn't get straight. That's what I wasn't sure of. Here we are. Here which we came first? Moon Man Walk was in 2015. Okay. Octoroon was 2016. But well, we did but the I reading. Don't know when the reading. That's took see, place. that's exactly. 
That's so that's possible. We yes, we met at Moon Man. But either way, either all way. I know is that once we started working together, I was like, well, yes, this woman <laughs> is amazing. She commands this room. I love it. I love that I see another black woman up in here. Like I was like, okay, the woman got a black stage manager. I was like, yes. And then when I found out you were the resident stage manager, like you will be the stage manager for every show. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And it has just been an amazing experience ever since. Mm -hmm. I am so, so happy that I get to work with you so many times. But uh, yeah, so that was my my first my first impression. What about you, Justin? Well, Mama Pat, um, your reputation precedes you. You know, I think I've heard about you, first heard about you in like 2004 or five when I was working at the Arden and they were like, um, they were talking about a stage manager, Mama Pat and her bell. And I was like, what is this bell? Why does every why is everybody freaking out about a bell? Because like the stage manager calls everybody back and they're like, like you just go back. I was like, what is this bell? And then I think in um I'm I met you a few other times, but I remember hearing the bell for the first time when I was coming in and training with everybody during Hamlet. Everybody was doing the Trisopolis work, and I would come in every now and then, and I heard that bell, and I was like <gasps> I was like looking around and everybody it was normal. It's normal for everybody. But that first time you hear that bell, it is something. Now, for those of you out there that don't know, Mama Pat has a beautiful tone bell that she just gently rings when, when she's corralling you back. Either rehearsal has started or she's calling you back from a break or calling you back from a dinner break or maybe just trying to get the room in order. And it is golden. I use a bell. Ever since Mew, I use a bell to start my classes. I, and my students out there watching will, will attest to this. I ring something. It's just like, it's gentle, but it's also like, get it together. We're we're working now. That's right. I love that. Yeah. How, what about you, Mama Pat? Do you want to share? Yes. Um, okay. So Jaylene, again, not sure of that timeline, but in my head, it was Moon Man Walk, which a play written by James Iams. It was produced by Orbiter 3, and Lindsay Smiling was in it. I went because I wanted to see Lindsay um, and support James. And so I'm watching this play, and I'm like, who's that? I don't know that woman. Who's that woman? Why don't I should know her? Why don't I know her? I just, I just loved everything that you did. Mm -hmm. And I remember, at least I hope that I'm remembering this correctly, that I waited for the show to be over just to say hello and thank you. Um, Cause I just wanted to be that close to you so that when other things came, when we got, when it came time for Octoroon and I realized that we were actually gonna spend real time together. Yup, see y'all don't know. Y'all <laughs> don't know how happy I was to Ooh. just know who was gonna be in that room and we was just gonna have some fun. That's and it, that. hands down. We was just gonna have some fun. Um, did. For my Justin, yes. Because <laughs> I was like, who was just showing up to do this exercise with them, this training with them? Why would you, why would yeah. you show up if you didn't have to be here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, there, but there you were. Mm -hmm. And you were 
committed. And I went, yeah. oh, wait, you need to pay attention because he's not, this isn't just some frolicky thing. He's serious about mm -hmm. this. And so I respect I, I, I respected you because mm -hmm. of that. So again, when Octoroon came around and there <laughs> you were, I thought that you were one of the bravest people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Because what you had to do in order to play that role mm. forever, just the courage it took mm. to say, okay, this is a character that I'm portraying, but I'm going to portray it within an inch of its life, mm. okay? Taking on the ownership of putting on that black face and putting mm. on that wig for every performance and just bringing everything you had to it. I mm -hmm. loved you. And the mm -hmm. fact that you're an actor who thinks on your feet. I can always count on <laughs> you. Least. If something was off or something, I was like, it's okay, because no, Justin saw it. We're good, we're good, good. Justin saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, it's great. I love that. Oh. So yes, you y'all y'all are my babies. Oh, that yeah, means a lot. Like, Thank you, Mama Pat. Y'all are my babies. Because oh. we we came from a mighty long way on that play. Yep. Yeah. That we still get to do stuff together. Yeah, I just it's 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 the light. It's it's the light that helps me get to the next mm. day. Truly, truly, there is a true yeah. history with the Hot House company, acting <laughs> company at the Wilma, which started around 2015 and Antigone and the journey we've all been on with Mama Pat. It's it has all the colors, every color you could imagine. It's in there. <laughs> It's so yeah. into the fabric of those shows, those processes, those yes. rehearsals, yes. all of the highs, all of the lows. Um, anyway, let's let's get to it. What are you? Um, we start with our Papa drank. What oh. Papa drank are you drinking? Okay. Ooh. So, mm -hmm. I call this my um, poor man sangria. I took a little hard <laughs> cider uh -huh. and put it in a mason jar. And cut up some um, strawberries and some cherries yes. and said, put some crushed ice in it. And then I'm like, oh, this needs a straw. So, yeah. Nice. I love it. Pop and drink. Cheers. Cheers to you. Yes. Cheers to you. Yes. Well, Mama Pat, we just finished doing a segment called Tickle Pink in which yes. we share things that bring us joy. So what has had you tickle pink these past few days, weeks, months, whatever you want to share? Yeah, you know, because I got to be in that room. I was in the Zoom room this weekend for the wedding. Yeah. And I got to come to the wedding. Yeah. And I have to say, I have my tissues. I have my mimosa. I was ready. Yes, I dressed up. Okay, yep. I put on my dress that I would have worn and everything. So there is a there is a peace that comes over you when you know the right thing has happened. Oh. Mm -hmm. And that wedding was the right thing. Those mm -hmm. I adore those two people. Mm -hmm. Tasha and Akeem are just I that's what love looks like y'all. If you if you if you was worried about it with everything we got going on right now, look at those two people right there. That's what love looks like. So to have the privilege of being in the room, remote or not, to stand there and witness, God, those vows. I was a puddle. I was a freaking puddle by the yeah, time I made the vows. Okay, 
the reception was just beautiful. I was so mm -hmm. glad to be there. Dancing, I got to dance yeah. with folk. Okay, it was good. Yes, and I stayed. I was that guest. I stayed to the very end. Yep. Yes, she did. Yep. When we go home. Okay. So yes, kudos to Debbie Lau for yeah. us. I got to see the step show. I, yep. I, oh, oh, Omega sci-fi. Oh my God. I got to see it. And I'm like, yes, those boys are real. That's it. Y'all got it. That's I remember yep. that step. I know that step. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> it was all, it was all those things. It was all those good family things. It was so great to see Danielle and Tasha's family. And mm. you know, I love your husband, Jaylene. Uh, <laughs> and to see James Iams and just just yeah. it was it was all the it was all the right things. It was all the right things. So that was really, really great. Oh. Um so and the other thing, <laughs> I have to say this. I got to have a tech rehearsal today. Because <clears throat> the day was the tech rehearsal for the award ceremony, because it's going to be virtual. Yeah. So we, we'll so, talk about it in a few. Right, right. But I was like, Oh my God, I get to say tech rehearsal. I had a yeah. tech rehearsal and I yep. wasn't the stage manager. Right. Yep. Yep. I was in charge. I wasn't the one in charge. I was just yeah. the person they were telling things. Then I was like, okay, I could do that. Yep, that got it, got it. So that was really, really fun. So yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, we are actually going to hear a bit more about what you were teching um, mm -hmm. the, for the award ceremony in a few minutes because now we are popping into our question segment where we learn a little bit more about Mama Pat. If you have questions for Mama Pat, please drop them in the comments and uh, we will try our best to get to them at the end. All right. So for those who don't know, Mama Pat, can you just give us a brief breakdown on what exactly a stage manager does for those not familiar with what a stage manager is. Okay, okay, okay. let me see. Let me see. I'll encapsulate this. Um, I always tell people that I am the conduit of information. All kinds of things happen. The process starts, there's a direct, there's, sorry, there's a play. Yes. And the playwright and a director. The director reads the play, the director hires a cast, the director hires designers, all kinds of conversations are happening in and amongst these groups separately. There is a point where they all have to come together and then from that point forward, work together. Mm -hmm. I am the person that makes sure the information is, is given from one group to the next group, to the next group, to the next group, so that everybody has a sense of what's happening. So hopefully we're all on the same page while we all try to put forth the best production that we can. Yeah. So that's that's that that theoretical overview kind of thing. Yeah. Practically, I run rehearsals. Mm -hmm. I'm there before you to make yeah. sure things are set up and mm -hmm. waiting for you. Mm -hmm. I like to create the safest environment possible so and you that do. you can do whatever it is that you need to do to create that character that you are now embodying. I also like to think of myself as an anchor for you so that wherever you have to go, I'll be there when you have to come back. Amen. Sometimes it's a little tricky mm -hmm. leaving that stuff behind to come back to yourself, mm -hmm. but I'm always there to help you do that. 
we go through our full rehearsal process. We go through our full tech process. And then the fun begins because now we just get to do the show. Mm -hmm. And it is my job to make sure that the show that was decided upon by the actors and the director and the designers is the show that we continue to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. So with me calling cues, I am also watching to make sure we keep the integrity that we all agreed upon. And mm -hmm. it's that's I, that, that's pretty much Yes, I have a crew. There are people that I get to um, 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 tell what to do to make sure that you guys, again, have all the things that you need to do that job that you have committed to do. It's a, it's a collaborative effort because we all have to do this thing together or she don't work. That's right. So that's, that's, right. that's, that's how it is. We come in together. We breathe together. We talk. We make mm -hmm. sure that we're all there. We're all ready. We do what we got to do. And like Justin said, at the end of the night, you know, because, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to decompress mm -hmm. you go back right. out in the public. So we get together for that, too, and have a little. Yep. We talk about you, audience. We talk That's about it. the audience. We talk yes, about we you. <laughs> um, there's two things you said just then that I just love so much, Mama Pat. The first is about the process, the way you broke it down. It's like, yeah, that's what we do. And I rarely hear that reflected back to me in that way, mm. that you also allow room for the thing that we've settled on to blossom and grow within the confines of that thing. I think that's really, really important. Some stage managers out there want to want to sort of direct it after it's yeah. up. And it's like, that's I'm, I'm learning and you're learning. And I feel exactly. that when we're in the, and the second thing that you mentioned that I love is, is this idea of safety that you, one of your jobs is to create a safe mm -hmm. space. And that means physically, cause we do a lot of physical stuff at the Wilma, mm -hmm. but it also means emotionally mm -hmm. and also just your presence of who you are and what you bring to the table already creates a safe space for some folks. And that's felt, and that's not talked about. And I, and I love that. And I think that's, that goes a long, long way in helping me explore the crazy things that the Wilma has asked me to do. And in case you don't know, the stage manager is there every single show. Okay. Like when she says okay. she's calling the cues, that means she's in the lighting booth, okay? For every show, she's making sure that the lights go up at a certain mm -hmm. time. She's the one that in the, in the beginning of the show, a few minutes before the show, she's telling us, okay, you have 30 minutes till places. You have 15 minutes till places. You have five minutes till places. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at places. We are at the top of the show. That is Mama Pat letting us know yeah, we're, we're about to go on stage. And it, she she keeps that thing running. It's an overtime job. And let me tell you, there have been times when I've like, taught a class at UArts, I've finished at one, and I'm like, let me drop this sweater off at my dressing room, and Mama Pat is there, and it's an 8 p.m. show. And then we're, the show ends, and we're all up in our dressing rooms, having our drinks, waiting for Mama Pat to kick us out. We're like th an hour in, and then Mama Pat comes up. It's a, you don't understand out there, the stage manager does everything and is putting in so many more hours than anybody on the team. So that is uh, really, really appreciated and not unnoticed. Yes. <laughs> um, so I have a question for you. You've yes. stage managed some wacky shows <laughs> in your career, especially at the Wilma. And so what is one of the craziest shows you've had to manage and why? My God. All right. <laughs> it's a pretty... All right, it's a tie. Okay. Because because 
I had to do two shows with livestock. <clears throat> we were okay. in one of them. Y'all were in one of them. Mm. All right. The Octoroon, because we had them confounded chickens. Mm. Okay. That you can't direct. You cannot direct chickens. <laughs> you have to let them go with what they know, and you just kind of fall in behind, and uh -huh. you know. Um, that was one. Um, a lot of it because whew, we had we had a pretty good sized cast, um, but we also had live music on stage. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole nother entity and special effects. Mm -hmm. Okay, the rain. Uh, the big uh, drop, that, the big pipe that come, that came down, oh, right. and uh, you see what I'm saying? That there were just there were just elements that were fire. just fire. a little tricky. Oh, we ain't talking about the fire, because um, <laughs> the fire was above the chickens. Okay, right. And if you if you've never heard a chicken moan or wail when they're like in distress because the fire was above them, so they could smell it. They smelled something yep. burning. They knew that something wasn't right. Okay. They said, y'all not making us Popeyes you up see, in here. You see what I'm okay. saying? And, and, and the lights went out. Okay, so now right. they're in the dark. It's just, yeah. So there was that, but there was also Curse of the Starving Class. Right, right. Oh, I don't know about this one. Well, the Curse of the Starving Class, the script itself calls for a lamb on stage. Hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, no, no problem, no problem. A lamb. So we made friends with the 4-H. Um, and um, a farmer, a local farmer, and we were going to get a lamb. Well, then we learned that lambs are social animals, <laughs> and they can't be alone. They can actually die from loneliness. <gasps> so we had to get two <laughs> lambs. I don't and know it just so happened that those lambs were brother and sister, but there was a third lamb whose mother had abandoned it Mm -mm. We made friends with the brother and sister, so we couldn't leave him behind because we we're afraid that there was no you who would take care of him. So we brought all three lambs to the theater and built the loading dock became a pen. Uh -huh. um, God bless Elliot because Elliot became the lamb whisperer. And pretty much moved in with them because they have to be fed at a certain time and they have to stay. Oh, you you have no idea. And then you had to choose which lamb was going to be calm enough to be the lamb to go on stage for that night. But also keep the other two quiet upstairs when you took the one lamb away. <laughs> and they had to be exercised. So before every show, we had what we called the running of the lambs, where we would open the pen and bring them downstairs and let them run all over the set to get some of the energy out to kind of quiet them. Oh, see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is life. This is life at the Wilma. I love and that. Then, the and then let them run back upstairs and do the play, which had an uh, actor urinating on stage live. Um, which also had, uh, they had to cook, they had to fry bacon on stage because you had to smell the bacon. You, that, that was a big thing in the play. You had to smell the bacon. Yeah. Um, so now you got bacon frying and lambs upstairs uh, and a guy, and a guy peeing on stage. And he didn't want to use any kind of fake apparatus. He figured out how to do it. So he peed live. So that's a whole hygiene thing that we had to make a special section of the floor that had to be cleaned at intermission and then cleaned again at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my world. 
Oh, that wins. That wins. That wins. Mama Pat. And that, that is wins. a frat. For those of you out there, that is a fraction of what I know that she's had to do at the Wilma. A fraction. We learned something just now. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So, whew, with all that said, <laughs> I would like to know mm -hmm. why you think representation matters backstage as much as on stage. You know, that's one of the things that I just mm -hmm. spoke about. It was it was great for me to see, oh, we have a black woman here that is the stage manager. Um, have you felt like your presence as a BIPOC stage manager affected processes or helped or healed situations that otherwise might have been harmful for someone? Mm -hmm. Whew, okay. All right, so, so, so to that first point, Mm -hmm. um, we have to have full representation. Mm -hmm. um, it takes it takes a whole lot of people to get a production from the page to the stage, as they say. Mm -hmm. And everybody is familiar with actors and they're becoming more familiar with playwrights and with directors. Mm -hmm. But as you say, there are stage managers, there are designers, there are technicians, and all of that needs to be to have just as much color as it can as well as administrators mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is a big there's a big gap in mm -hmm. where managing directors and development directors live in terms mm -hmm. of um, diversity and inclusion yeah and where we are right now we have a rare opportunity to rebuild mm -hmm. and make it better. So we need to look at all of those spaces and all of those systems, all of these board of directors, color it up, y'all. We got to get color. some color up in here. And, and we also have to be careful in that that pendulum swings and we got to watch the swing that she doesn't go too far to the other direction. Because in some places that's going to happen because people are going to think that's what they have to do to make it right. Mm -hmm. We have to be careful because representation must exist for all of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all we are doing is simply asking for space at the table. That table is long and wide. It yep. always has been, okay? Mm -hmm. We were simply made to feel that we didn't belong at that table. Well, we all know that's a lie, mm -hmm. okay? Yep. So simply move over, or if you feel that you got to get up and go, bye. Love you, bye, yep. okay? And yep. let somebody else get a seat at the yep. table. Um, for the second part of that, I hope, I hope that my longevity at the Wilma has helped someone. I, I, I'm learning as I get older. <laughs> somebody, said, somebody said to me a while ago, well, you, you still at the Wilma? Why are you still at the Wilma? And I kind of realized, or I've come to learn that I've been waiting for y'all. Mm. That the Wilma that I started at was very different from the Wilma that exists now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would like to think that me staying there and being there and being in people's faces and them seeing me helped open that door mm. a little bit wider. And a little bit more, we got it open. And a little bit more, we mm -hmm. got it open. And then we just kind of kicked that bitch to the curb. Yep. And now, it's like, come on, y'all. 
There's so much room at this table. Mm. And it just took, I don't know, I guess a pandemic mm-hmm. for folks to face it. Mm-hmm. But what I love about the Wilma is that that confounder Blanca Ziska looked around and was like, this, we got to do something. We have to, this is, the balance is off. We have to figure out a way to make that balance a little more even. Mm. So that hot house was created. And baby, y'all took that thing to the moon and back. To the point that she realized we started with actors, but there are designers. So let's have resident artists and associate artists so we can get more folk up in here that are local, that live here and work here and want to stay here and deserve that right and privilege. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yes. I'm hoping that me being around and just being, you know, that hard-headed one, you got to make me go home. Yeah. I ain't going home unless you make me go home, okay? So yeah. I'm still there making sure that that door stays open and yep. we get those. I'm, I'm loving, I love the mentor program that we have um, with, with the high schools that, that the education department mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. Um, adopted and the fact that when they started, when they started doing those student matinees and they started bringing in um, the students for all those discussions, mm-hmm. it started with just actors. Yep. Well, now I am at those discussions as well to help them know that yes, these people that you just saw on stage, you can talk to them, you can ask them anything. They are a part of this, but there's so much more. Yep. And I am here to help you know there is so much more, and you can be any part of this that you want to be. I love we it. We are here to help you. I love it. You know, Mama Pat, I have some of stage manager students that are watching who are also BIPOC folks that I'm I'm sure these words are so important and I hope you all are hearing that too. And uh and you you're carving a path that hopefully they can step into. Yes, now, please. most of us know you as a stage manager, but Jaylene and I know of you showcasing your talents in poetry and acting. Um, we Can you talk about your non-stage management artistic pursuits and how you incorporate some of those into your job as a stage manager? Now we only have like 12 more minutes and so we wanna get okay. to some games too, so okay, yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. So uh, 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 when, I, when, I, when I fell into the theater department, um, just like everybody else, I took all the, the scene study classes and all of that because that's what you do, right? Because acting mm-hmm. is the thing that they kind of focus on. Yep. And since I didn't find theater until I got to college, I didn't know about all the other stuff and what you do and how you choose whether you're going to be designer. So I took I took all those classes. I took the acting classes. I took the directing class. I took the design classes. I did all of it. Um, and and so my first try was to be an actor because. That's where it seemed the focus was. I thought that's what you were supposed to do. And um, I know Quiet As It's Kept, and I realize most people don't know this, but I did receive a Best Supporting Actress Award from my alma um, mater um, for, I was in The Vault Soprano. Oh, I know. What? Yes, so I did get an acting award for that. I, know that. I did not know that. I, 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 forget, I forget it sometimes too, because when the stage management thing happened, it wasn't, it was an unconscious choice. I'll put it like that. Mm-hmm. It was my first stage management gig was an assignment because it was, a, a, as my professor told me, this is an institution of learning. 
Okay, you are here to try all different things. And right now we need you to try stage management because we need a stage manager and we think you can do it. And I was like, yo, we're crazy. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. They get yelled at all the time. People don't like them. People talk about them and they kind of do a lot of work. That book you got to make and stuff. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I was told, um, this is your assignment. So get to step it. Um, so fine, fine. I stage managed to play. It was hard. The director didn't like me because I was a rookie. Yeah. Um, and I just knew once I made it through, I was just going to give that whole thing up is what I told myself. Oh. Except there was support. I, I had support that I didn't know I had at the time. Mm. My technical director at the time, um, the late Patrick McCreary, I will love that man forever. Oh. Um, my, the, my fellow students, um, my friend Bill Martinak, who was um, the sound technician at the time, and, and had done more productions than me. Just the pep talks he gave me just helped me so, so much. So that by the time we really got to it and the show came up, I was like, hey, this, this is pretty good. Um, you know, this, I ain't know y'all, they, they, people applaud and stuff. And they was like, this is really great. Okay, I can, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna try it one more time. I'm just gonna try. I'm just gonna try it one more time, and um, yeah. I'm gonna be done. I love that. Listen to your teachers, everybody. Out there, listen <laughs> to yes, teachers. yes, totally. Oh. Because they knew they saw it in me before I saw it in mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. So to the point that each mm -hmm. of my professors then asked me to stage manage for them. Yeah. Before I graduate, and that I I cannot tell you what that meant to me. And suddenly, I was a stage manager, and it then became important to me to be the best stage manager. So uh -huh. what that meant, because see, when I was in school, there was no stage management class, okay? Right. There was nobody mm -hmm. teaching stage management. You had to figure that stuff out on your own. You talk to people who had done it and you try and figure it out. So me having done a couple of things on stage with actors, okay? I knew what that was. I knew what they had to go through. Mm -hmm. um, being in school and what was great was I went to a small college. So we had a lot of hands on. So I got to do things. I did props for a while. Wow. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, my, first, my, first professional, my first <laughs> professional job out of college was as prop master because <laughs> I went to the Crossroads Theater in New Brunswick, New Jersey. I wanted to be a stage manager, but they told me they didn't need a stage manager. They needed a props master. So I said, okay, this is the deal. I will do props for you for one season. If you oh, give me a job as a stage manager yes, the work, next work. season, work. and they agreed, <clears throat> so that that's how that's how all Ooh. that came into being. But it yes. was it. props hey. manager, props master, stage manager, poet. Okay, Mama Fabi trying to act shy, mm -hmm. but she does poetry. She has performed at some of my open mics. Yes. She she gives out poems every time we do a show. We get a little packet and she puts a poem in there. Mm -hmm. Like she is multi-talented. And so mm -hmm. if we have some, I don't know what this season gonna look like, but if I'm yeah, my <laughs> open mic, look out for Mama Pat. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. she's, just, she's just amazing. And it's it only makes sense with all these wonderful things that you've heard about her that she would be getting an award this year. Yes. So in just a few days on September 21st, okay, she will be the recipient, the 2020 recipient of the Dell Hughes Award for Lifetime Achievement in the Art of Stage Management. 
And so here is the information there. It's something, it's going to be virtual, of course, yes. the award ceremony. So it's something we can all attend. So yes. look yes. at the information right there. Um, sign up to register on the event, right? Um, but Mama Pat, what does is, what is this award mean to you? And oh you know, what does it mean to you as a black woman receiving the award? And this will be our final question. So if you have questions for Mama Pat, just make sure you drop them in the comments. Um, this 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 came out of the blue because I mean I I I I am a member of the Stage Managers Association, so you know I know that this happens. It is a national association, so mm -hmm. the fact that they saw me, they see me, mm. that I I know I know that I am known here at home. I know that it has been it has been my purpose to make sure that I take care of us here at home. Yes. But the fact that other people who don't live here also see me mm. is 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 very humbling. Mm. It, it it reminds me it reminds me of something my grandmother used to always, always, always say to me. You got to be at your best all the time. Hello. You don't know. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's looking. You Hello. don't know who's listening. So you got to be at your best all the time. Mm. So for this, for me, to, and you got to understand, the letter came in February. Okay. Mm -hmm. The letter came in February and then it said, you can't tell anybody. Mm. Okay? <laughs> we, we will do a formal press release in a couple of weeks. And it's all blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I, I told my mama, but I oh. didn't tell nobody else, okay? Yep. But then in a couple of weeks, the pandemic hit. Right. And there was no press release and nobody knew and I couldn't say nothing. And maybe this wasn't actually going to happen because now we got all this other drama. So, okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um. But then they found their way to some light and then they dropped their press release and it was like, oh my God, it's real. Oh, people know. Other people know. People that I haven't talked to or heard from in 10 or 15 years started coming out the woodwork and that was just the icing on the cake. The fact that people that I have crossed paths with are A, still there, still remember things still have those fond memories just that was just uh, so i i i i realized or i've come to realize especially doing the numbers this year 25 years at the will my 30 years in equity i have a career i didn't i, I it, it, it didn't quite click in my head i have a career my career is stage management i realized that's not where i started but <laughs> when i when that door open, I ran through it and I embraced what was coming at me and I did not look back. Oh, what I'm right. learning now is my career can now be my legacy. Hello. Become legacy. I have allowed myself to exist in a place that maybe wasn't always what I thought it was going to be. And maybe I wasn't always what they thought I was going to be, but I was like, Kizzy, I was going to stay put. 
<laughs> and I was going to let the rest of the world just come to me. Oh, So in doing that, I have learned what it is to make space for other people. Oh. And, and I live to make space for other people. Mm, I love I that. I know that I did not get here by myself. That's Therefore, right. I must make space for who's behind me. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And this I want to. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping what I, what I want for my old age is to be a resource. Like so, for, so Justin, for those students, for your students, yep. mm -hmm. I want them to know that there is a person, a real live, actual person that they can email or text mm -hmm. ask all the questions that you need to ask. Because another thing I learned from my grandmama is there is no such thing as a stupid question. Never. A question is a question because a question is someone, someone trying to find knowledge or someone yep. seeking information. Yep. Yep. So there yep. is no stupid question. I love so this. Please ask me a question. Ask me yes. anything you need to ask. I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions here in a moment because okay. we got some games. We we're okay. gonna we're gonna fit in a game in our last two. I love your dad. dad. I love your dad. dad. So um, I, this award is so well deserved, and my gosh, I I'm just so proud to have been a part of that, <laughs> a small part of that, um, with you. Um, okay, let's do some games because okay. we just have. A couple minutes. Okay. Okay. So this first one is rapid fire questions. Speaking of questions, so I got ten questions for you, and it's just okay. whatever comes to, first to you. Got okay. it? Mm -hmm. These are fun. Okay. What's your favorite rehearsal snack? Oh, are you kidding? Um, sweet and crunchy from BJ's. Okay, that mix. Ooh, that's the best. Favorite singer? Oh God, that's hard. Stephen. No, no. Okay. <laughs> Plays or musicals? Plays or musicals? Plays or musicals? Uh, Angels in America. Okay. Name a pet peeve. Jesus. Don't be late. Okay. Favorite, <laughs> favorite professional actor behavior. What's what's like the professional thing that you love oh, an actor does? I, like I said, I love an actor who thinks on their feet, who is not thrown because the glass isn't on the table, who does not panic because, oh, the pen fell on the floor. Mm -hmm. You can pick it up. It's okay. One of your favorite playwrights. James Irons. Hey. Yes. Entree or dessert? Dessert. <laughs> Name something pink. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Okay, that's hard. It's, it shouldn't be hard, but it is hard. Okay, pink. Something pink. I don't know. God help me. Look uh, your roses. Pink. Yep, roses. A Rose. place you've traveled that you love. <gasps> Australia. Finish the sentence with one word. Stage managers are the bomb. Oh, that's two words. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We'll let it slide. Yes. yes. Okay. So this is a game that my friend Jackie and I came up with on our trip uh, to the West Coast and we were bored. And so we came up with this game where you sing a song and whatever word you stop on, then the next person has to come up with a song that has that word in it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go, and then uh, Mama Pat, you'll go, and then okay. you'll sing your song, and then Justin will go, and that'll be the end. We'll just do oh, one I'm gonna, round. I'm going to ruin this. Let's, okay. let's make it through. Let's make it through. All right. A so real I'm song? Gonna, a I'm real gonna, song? Yeah, a real song. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to kick it off. Here we go. 
<laughs> and you know why I'm singing this one. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Love. The word is love. A song with love, Mama Pat. Heart's desire. Hey. Create love desire. Hey. Take you higher, higher. Hey. To the world you belong. Yeah. Ooh, that's um, hard. You belong among the wildflowers. <laughs> you, this is a Tom Petty song. You belong in a boat out at sea. All right. Um, well, Mama Pat, we're going to say goodbye to you and close out our episode. So thank you so much for joining us. I don't want to leave you. Your light is so bright and this, this award is so well-deserved and I personally can't wait to uh, be in space with virtual space again with you mm -hmm. with our next project, which I don't know if that's public or not yet, but, I don't know either, but still, we'll, be I know. Another, we'll be in another project together soon enough. So yep. I can't wait for that. Make sure you register for her. Yes, award yes. Ceremony. It's free. It's free. It you just have to free. register. It will not cost you anything. That's right. Just, just, just go ahead and do that um, so we can watch. Her birthday's coming up. That's why I sang that song. Do you remember Thank the you. 21st night of September? Yeah. That's her birthday. birthday. So happy early birthday. <laughs> well thank you so much mama pat we're gonna say goodbye to you oh. and it was, this was absolutely wonderful thank you i love y'all so much this was so oh. great i had so much fun <gasps> thank you all right mama pat right. we love bye, you baby. bye, bye. Oh, i love her so much i'm Joey. so sorry we didn't get to your questions um but one of the questions that was uh dropped was um, this question by Paul. So I think she pretty much answered yeah. that actually. So that works out. All right. Well, 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 We're here at the end. we, we want to plug in, plug a couple of things really quickly before we let you off into your night of and before we do our freestyle, cause we must, are you serious? I'm serious. It's our show. Have you seen the time? It's our show. <laughs> People bonus, are still rocking with us. Time. Hey, thank Papa. Y'all still rocking. We're rocking with some bonus time. Uh, <laughs> Shoot, I almost dropped my computer. Drop. <laughs> well, what should we do? We're going to do paint freestyles after we plug something. So, okay. Kaylin, you go first. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, um, uh, Justin and I are both doing things in the Philadelphia Fringe Festival, which is going to be mostly online this year. Um, what I'm going to be in is a uh, project called Trail Off. Um, and it is, you know what? Oh, I was gonna show a video. That might be long though. No. I'm not gonna show the video. Okay, well basically the video explained what it is better than I can. Oh, I see. It's basically a um, GPS based app where you listen to a story and you follow along on your phone and the phone tells you where to go in the different places. And as you go to each location, you hear more of the story. Um, so it's visual, it's auditory. It is an awesome experience. I can't wait to do it. Um, it's already been recorded, but I can't wait to like 
hear it and experience it. I'm in a, in a story called The Chronicles of Asylum, written by Lee Sumter. Um, this is launching on September 16th. So if you just go to trailoff.com, you can be alerted when you'll be able to download the app. And it just sounds like a great event. Like my story is going to be at the Bartram Gardens. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, what you got going on, Justin? And my show is called The Philadelphia Matter 1972-2020, and that's also in the Fringe Arts. This is a choreography by the acclaimed and pretty iconic uh, New York City uh, contemporary dance director, um, David Gordon. And this is 30 Philadelphia dancers doing choreography from 1972 all the way till now. And um, the piece is an hour long, and you can stream it um, from fringearts.com below. And both Jaylene and I's show are free. Whatever you do, yeah, Justin dancing on chairs. So thank you, Tracy. You will see me dancing on a chair along with 30 other people in this show. The thing I was doing at the farmer's market was a preview performance of this show. Um, it's an hour long, it's super trippy. You'll see dancers come in and out of the, the screen and it's all about capturing, uh, doing a kind of time capsule of this same choreography on different bodies from 1972 till now. And uh, it's pretty, pretty rad. So an hour long, it's free, it's down there. Whatever you do, try to support the Fringe Arts Festival right now. All of us artists are hungry for people like you to watch our work. And a lot of it is free. This is the most accessible the Fringe Arts Festival has been. Mm. And if you have any money to give, then donate. And, uh, and donate to artists like us <laughs> as well. So, yes. oh, there's one more thing I'm promoing. On Friday, I'm going to be um, doing Comedy Sports. Uh, Friday, September 11th, this Friday at 8 p.m. Go to ComedySportsPhilly.com. We're going to be doing a match game. And uh, I'll be on there with a bunch of other comedians. And maybe an audience members can come onto the screen and do a match game with us. So hopefully that'll be you. Go to ComedySportsPhilly.com. Yes, like we are, we just want to say that we are so thankful to you all for supporting Papa Pang, for hanging in there with us right now. Um, as many of you know, after we ended our season with Theater Horizon, we returned to being an independently run uh, show. So we do this out of love, pure love, no puns. So <laughs> if you, if you, would like to contribute to us continuing to make this show happen, please feel free to donate to, we have a cash app, we have a PayPal. And if you don't have cash app and you don't have PayPal, just email us at papapank at gmail.com and we'll figure out how um, we can receive your support. Yeah, believe it or not, just this pink background costs some money. <laughs> who, knew? who knew to make this pink? We cost some money. But anyway, we want to end on a fun note. So let's go ahead and do our pank freestyles. So Jaylene, um, you give it to me first because you're always our, our pinch hitter at the end. So. Oh boy, that puts a lot of pressure on me. Um, So your topic is. <laughs> I'm trying to think what Mama Pat talks about. Um, I'm just say love. Oh, that's the word I gave to Mama Pat. Okay, <clears throat> you're in a pandemic. You don't know what to do. You're looking below, and you're looking above. <laughs> we all have someone next to us that we. Uh, 
can be with. So why not be with them in love? <laughs> I I don't even I didn't even make the word just then. Like some sounds came out. You know, you, what, what you did was a non-rhymed freestyle, and that's great. I think it did. I think it did. It, it, didn't, it, it, didn't, scan, it didn't scan in the traditional way. It scanned mm -hmm. in the Filipino way. Great. Um, great. Jamie, your topic is, um, uh, 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 yeah, legacy. Oh, Lord. Um, legacy. Legacy. What is a legacy? I like listening to the artist Lettucey. She has a beautiful voice and something beautiful is what I want to leave the world. I want to make sure that folks are inspired, whether they are a boy, a they, or a girl. Legacy is what you leave. And you know what, right now, I'm just gonna <sighs> breathe. Thank yes. you. <laughs> you pulled it out. You pulled it out. You were in the trenches, and then you're just like, "I'm gonna get out of here." <laughs> yes. Side note: What y'all don't know is that Mama Pat is still in the stream, supporting <laughs> us from backstage. Justin can't see her, but I can, oh, and Mama she Pat. is just as energetic backstage oh. as she was on stage. Because see, this is what I'm talking about. That's why she's Mama Pat, and she takes care. She loves us so much, and we love her. So we we just thank. Once again, thank you to Pat Adams for being on the show today. We are we are so thankful for that. Um, thank you for all of those who are still hanging in there. We went a little bit longer today, but we thank you for joining us. We will leave you with our JJ My proverb problem. of the day. Go for ahead, those of you who don't know, I butcher um, sayings all the time, and this is one I said. Birds the size of a feather are small birds unless the feather is massive. Great. Said that let, in that, let that carry you into the rest of your week. Um, we know that those are very profound words. So just make we'll sure you right marinate on that. Two weeks. In two weeks, we'll be right here. Same yes. time, same place. We hope to have some special guests. So tune in for that announcement. And with that, I think we're going to get on out of here. Bye -bye.